Welcome to Disney Deciphered, a podcast helping you save money, time, and stress as you plan your Disney vacation. On today's episode, we take a look at what's coming to Disney World in 2021 and what will be the best times to visit, as I'm sure many of you are ready to get back to Disney World. If you're looking to plan a vacation, you can let me be your travel agent at no cost to you. Email josephchung at travelmation.net to get started today. You can find all episodes of this podcast at DisneyDeciphered.com, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, or anywhere you find podcasts. And we'd really appreciate it if you could leave us a positive review. Shout out and thanks to Shelby S. for your recent review. Connect with us anytime, DisneyDeciphered at gmail.com, at www.deciphered on Twitter, or on our Facebook page, Disney Deciphered. Thanks, and enjoy the show. Joe from As Joe Flies. And I'm Leslie from Trips with Tykes. Welcome back to Disney Deciphered. So before we start today, Leslie and I wanted to acknowledge, you know, what a difficult week it's been for the country we call home, uh, America. You know, like many of you, we watched the events unfold at the Capitol building last Wednesday with shock and horror. And we really just mourn the life of the officer who gave his life in the process. And we also mourn the attack on our democracy. I know I speak for both of us when I say that Disney is our escape. But once again, unfortunately, you know, the events in this country have proven too big for us to escape even on this podcast. That's right. And it, of course, feels frivolous yet again to be talking about theme parks in a world with much more significant challenges right now. But I know many of us need happy distractions and something to look forward to. So we're honored that you, our listeners, let us be a part of that for you. Yeah. And just because we are talking about Disney World here doesn't mean uh, we don't think those things are important. In fact, uh, quite to the contrary. But I will say, Leslie, that it really is a welcome distraction for me to spend some of my time talking to you about this stuff and talking to our listeners about this stuff because, frankly, if I did not distract myself, I would be doom scrolling even more than I already am. And I think mental health wise, uh, that is not a healthy thing to do. So thank you to you, Leslie, for talking to me about Disney and stuff that is less important than what's going on. And also thank you to our listeners for indulging us and listening to us talk about this stuff, too. Most definitely. Well, from that, I guess we transition no to talking easy about Disney. No easy transitions. That's right. No. So, uh, yes, terrible timing also because t- this week is our What's Coming to Disney World. And also we're going to combine it with what is the best time to visit Disney World in 2021. So uh, it's a pretty important episode as far as Disney World podcast episodes go. But we can't control what happens and uh, when we record. So this is where we are. So let's move to that and move on to happier and more magical things. So on today's episode, we are going to talk about some of the things coming to Disney World. You know, we actually do not know the timing on a lot of these things, but we have a general idea of what's going to be coming in 2021. And we're going to combine that with normally in January, we talk about when we think are the best times to visit in Disney World. It really is a little bit like throwing darts blind this year, but we're going to do our best to talk about at least what you can kind of think about timing-wise, season-wise, as you're planning your Disney World vacations for 2021. Because I think a lot more of us are going to get to Disney World in 2021 than we did in 2020. And we are definitely, like we said last episode, looking forward to that. So let's start with the things that we thought might be coming in 2021, but are probably not coming until 2022. A couple big things here, Leslie. So what do we have that's not coming in 2021 that we were originally looking forward to? 
So we were looking forward to Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind, and that has definitely been on pause. We were looking forward to the Tron Light Cycles ride, and that's a question mark. That's more of a question mark. I think we know that Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind is not happening this year, but Tron, still there's a chance, but I'm not sure I believe it. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, Sean and Greg from Disney Hacks said they think that there is a chance, and I guess I can buy that. In the sense that, you know, they have done this attraction in Shanghai, so they know how to do it. Whereas Cosmic Rewind is a brand new attraction. So with brand new attractions, there's always a lot of kinks to be worked out. So I could see it happening, but I don't know. I think still, if I had to put money on it, I don't think Tron's coming until 2022. But I would be pleasantly surprised if it came in 2021. We said we were going to be like distraction and happiness here. And so we've just started with like all the stuff <laughs> that we're not getting. So <laughs> It's all good things from here. Leslie, it's all, okay. wait, no, no, we got no, one not. more, we got one more semi-negative thing, depending on your worldview, and then we'll get to the positive things. Okay, so well. <laughs> this episode is about things that are coming to Disney World in 2021, and the first thing that's coming to Disney World in 2021, and I'm laughing just because of the way we segued into this, but the first thing that's coming to Disney World in 2021 is more people, because Bob Chapek, uh, or I think it was Chapek, confirmed that capacity has increased to 40% of normal capacity. And, you know, we saw this on Disney Tourist blog. Tom Breaker wrote about it. So I'm not sure where he got this information, but we trust him. So capacity is up to 40% now. That doesn't mean there's always 40% of the people who would be allowed in the parks in the parks. But, you know, that is where things are capped out. Kind of in positive news on the other side is, you know, I have not seen very many instances of or any instances really of any days being sold out at this new 40 percent capacity so that capacity is there that doesn't mean that the people are coming to fill that capacity yet all right all the negative things are done i think all right until we have to report on like 50 percent capacity but yeah that's coming for too, this folks. episode for this episode <laughs> yeah but yes we do expect that as the year goes on capacity will increase and increase however uh, as we'll get to later as we talk about, you know, when you might want to consider visiting in 2021, as the year goes on, also the number of people who are vaccinated will also increase and increase. So I think later in the year, as capacity increases, uh, we'll feel more comfortable about that than we do at this instant as we are recording on January 10th. All right. A bunch of hotels are reopening, Leslie. So you want to give us the timeline of what hotels we expect to see reopen or in one case, newly open in the Walt Disney World Resort? It would be my pleasure. So we have on March the 22nd, All-Star Movies is coming back online. And then we have Beach Club on May the 30th, quickly followed by Wilderness Lodge on June the 6th. And then the new hotel that is opening up in July of 2021 is the Swan Reserve, which is going to create all sorts of confusion. Let's just be honest, like that there's going to be a Swan and a Swan Reserve and they're different hotels. But it'll be another Marriott property right there along Crescent Lake. So that'll be exciting. It'll be interesting to see whether they make the timeline. That's always, you know, a question mark with with a new hotel opening. And then uh, sometime in the summer, we'll get the poly all back online. So a lot of new hotels or I guess a lot of returning hotel capacity and some new hotel capacity to absorb that 40 and 50 and 60 percent that we know is going to be coming down the line. 
Yeah, and with All Star Movies and the Poly, you know, we expect those hotels to have completely finished the refurbishments for the rooms, at least the rooms that are going to be open. So All Star Movies, I mean, was pretty much done. Those rooms have all been refurbished in the last couple of years. And the Poly has this new Moana theming in the room, so it'll be interesting to see what those look like. And, you know, I know the Poly is your favorite resort, so quick uh, aside, how's your feeling on it becoming Moana themed? You know, I'm not totally like against that. I'm usually generally like I love the old school theming and I, I sort of hate everything becoming characterized, characterified. I don't know what the word is for that, but yeah. Well, like, I got some <laughs> news for you, Leslie. <laughs> everything is. That that like yeah, that ship exactly. has sailed. So I kind of have let it go. But that's the wrong reference to the wrong Disney movie. <laughs> but yeah, I think um I think it'll be interesting. I mean, I love anything South Pacific. So I'm still going to love the poly. And my mantra for travel, like as soon as I can travel again, is for at least for a short while until the money runs out, it's going to be like the sky's the limit. So I can totally see myself splurging on the poly if we go sometime later in 2021. So I guess it's an episode we can we can record down the road, maybe. Yeah, my wife and friends were like, if this uh, cruise this summer doesn't happen, will you go camping, Joe? And I've kind of gone on record that I will never go camping. But, you know, I'm so travel starved. I'm like, maybe I could live in a tent for a few days. So even wow. even a precious <laughs> little Joe can uh, go camping if that means that I get to travel again. So that's true. Totally agree with you. And I think the proper reference would have been all of the Disney characters are our Ohana, Leslie. Ah, okay. Well done, Joe. But Impressive. I had, I had, I had minutes to think about that because we were talking. <laughs> All right. So let's get to what's coming to Disney World. You know, so there are a lot of exciting things coming to Disney World. We don't know the exact timeline, but, you know, for each of these things, we will talk about when we expect them to come, like kind of like the earliest, you know, we'll give you a window, the earliest we think it could come and probably the time of the year where we're like, it should be there by then. So let's start with the big one in Epcot. What is coming? I mean, it's been coming. It was supposed to come last summer. So tell us about Ratatouille. Yeah, so that's coming to the France Pavilion, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure, and it's pretty much ready. Like, the reports are that, like, it could open any day now. I guess there's, you know, they're just waiting for the social distancing stickers to appear. I'm really curious to see when this is going to happen, and I wonder if sort of Disney is is watching and waiting themselves, but I think it could be um, well before spring break is my take. What do you think, Joe? On Disney Dish, Jim Hill and Len were saying that basically soft opens could happen any minute. I feel like I buy that. Everyone else seems to feel like it'll be open in the summer. That is kind of like the latest. I would believe it's open. Like I would be shocked if it was not open by the summer. I I think, uh, you know, I'll go with Len and Jim on this one. And, uh, you know, I think we'll start seeing soft opens in February and stuff like that. And for those of you who do not know what... Uh, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure is this ride has already opened in Disneyland Paris like years ago. And so it's another trackless ride vehicle like Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. And uh, it's a lot of fun. I rode it when I was in Disneyland Paris a couple years ago. And so I won't spoil it, but it's a uh, rat based adventure. And let's just say you get a ground eye view of uh, what's going on in a French kitchen. Yeah, I'm excited about that. All right. So sticking with Epcot, you know, we've seen the gigantic barges roll in to World Showcase, Harmonious, the new nighttime spectacular at Epcot, is getting close to being ready to go. You know, we hear that they're doing testing at night. Obviously, the barges are there, a real eyesore, but apparently they're going to be nice fountains at some point. You know, we'll see. But I am pretty excited about this show. I mean, Epcot Forever really just was not. I think uh, the pandemic kind of saved Disney from having to show Epcot Forever too many more times. But Harmonious, the nighttime spectacular, 
Uh, we're pretty excited. I think this will probably debut in summer, but you know, what do you think? When do you think we might see this new show at Epcot? Yeah, it's going to be a while just yet. I'm thinking they're going to want the COVID situation to get a little bit better before they take this plunge into the, the, the full-scale nighttime spectacular. So I'm going to put my money on May. I'm going on the record. All right, you went with all that lead up and you went with a uh, time earlier than me. So uh, yeah, I'll stick well, with summer. <laughs> I, still I, was think like, I was like, I was like, wow, is Leslie going to say December? But you went no. with May. So. <laughs> oh gosh. But yeah, I definitely think it'll be here before the uh, 50th anniversary. So I, you know, they wouldn't, they wouldn't have rolled out those barges. Well, actually, I don't know. Maybe they would have rolled out those barges because there's nowhere else that they could fit them. But uh, yeah, I think, I think they're gearing up to get ready to go. So May and summer sound like a good prediction to me. There are also two restaurants coming. There is the seemingly cursed Space 220 which, uh, you know, has supposed to open like multiple times already. And there's also the new table service restaurant in Toy Story Land, Woody's Roundup Rodeo Barbecue. So those are both supposed to be coming. For these restaurants, which I'm pretty excited about both of them, I think, uh, you know, we might see one debut in the summer and one debut in the fall. You know, what are you thinking about these restaurants? Space 220, I don't know, maybe they're not done. Because I thought they were like almost done, but then they keep changing chefs and stuff like that. So I I almost think that's the one that's going to open later. Oh, interesting. I was thinking that was going to be the one that was going to open first, just because the physical plant is done. But I guess they have some personnel issues that they have to sort out. But that seems to be something that could be sorted out more quickly. And I don't know. I don't know. I mean, my my guess is still that Space 220 will be open because I mean, they are, what, a year and a quarter past the original announced opening date at this point. Yeah, it was supposed to be 2019, huh? Yeah, yeah it was supposed to be right. like November Fall 2019. Or winter, winter 2019 or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, I, I would assume that the construction is further behind in Toy Story Land. And there's there's not as much of a, of a need. I mean, Epcot needs things to come back online or to open to salvage a little bit more of Epcot. And, and Hollywood Studios is kind of is holding firm with its new attractions right now. Speaking of Hollywood Studios, one last thing kind of tangentially related that I was surprised, but, you know, multiple well-trusted Disney folks seem to think that it's going to happen in 2021. But the Star Wars Galactic Cruiser, the uh, Star Wars themed hotel with the, you know, Star Wars LARPing, Star Wars live action role playing, you know, you kind of be a part of the story thing. People think that that's coming in 2021. I don't know. What do you think? Do you think they'd get it done by this winter? I mean, that's the earliest I could see it getting done. Yeah, I mean, it seems like a stretch to me. And I would wonder whether they would want to open that, say, right in advance of like a holiday season. So I could see that maybe opening in January of 2022, perhaps, just to capitalize on sort of like the lower, traditionally lower season and not dealing with that during the middle of holiday crowds. But that's my guess. That's my gut. Yeah, I guess the counter to that is that because it's like the cruise experience and the you know, the whole be a part of the experience thing, they could limit the number of rooms that they actually open up at the beginning. I don't know. You, I guess you have to have a critical mass of people that are there to like make it feel like a lived in cruiser or whatever. But, you know, it's possible that they only open up like 50 rooms to start with. And then maybe I could see that happening earlier because, you know, if you say there's only 50 rooms, then it doesn't matter how crowded the rest of the resort is. You know, there's only 50 rooms there at the cruiser. So I guess we'll see. Yeah, we shall see. And it will be sold out for years to come as soon as they do open it, like at any price. All right. So let's get to the fun stuff. What are going to be the best times to visit Disney World in 2021? Or at the very least, what do you need to know if you're planning to visit Disney World at various times during the year? So let's start with January and February. You know, what's happening in Disney World in January and February, Leslie? And what do people need to think about if they're thinking about planning a trip right now? 
So January and February, we've got the Epcot Festival of the Arts. So that ends February 22nd. I mean, it seems like there still is going to be kind of the, the traditional lower crowds of the season. You know, a lot of people are in certain places in the country are returning back to school right now. Or, you know, they're staying home to sort of get through the winter and the COVID spike that we're having. So I think that that is a good chance of lowest crowds. And there's still, you know, obviously something great to do. And of course, the weather's really good. I love going in February myself. That's like a, a, one of my favorite times to be able to go. So, of course, the trade-off is that the park hours are usually shorter. So Disney will adjust that when the crowds look low, they don't extend park hours, but lower crowds, you still get just as much done. So no harm, no foul. Yeah. And with Disney limiting hours in general, the shorter hours sort of don't matter as much because in the fall, the hours were as short as they are now. Uh, You know, we had one of our listeners, Jamie, down in the parks the week after New Year's, you know, that first week, uh, the week of January 4th, and the crowds looked great. And, you know, she really got to do everything that she wanted to do. She also tried out park hopping, which uh, we'll have to talk about in another episode. But I think I'm getting more and more sold into getting the park hopper during this reopening because it just gives you so many more options. All right. So moving on to March, you know, that's when a lot of spring breaks are. It's typically one of the busiest times of the year. Flower and Garden this year is March 3rd until July 5th. So, you know, of course that is in March, but lots of schools have spring break. I think that March is going to be pretty busy and we're going to see higher crowds, at least relative to what things are right now, all the way through Easter, which is on April 4th, because I think you have a couple things happening. You have spring break. As the year goes on, more and more people are going to be vaccinated. So more and more people are going to feel comfortable to travel. And so combine that with spring break, flower and garden, we're going to see higher crowds. You know, I think March is probably going to be March in the beginning of April is going to be the busiest months uh, through the summer. That's what my personal prediction would be. But I don't know. What do you think, Leslie? Yeah, I totally think like March is going to be when all the healthcare workers and teachers are partying it up in Walt Disney World. So. <laughs> I wish. I don't think I'm going to get my I don't think I'm going to get it until March, my vaccine. But Oh, yeah, wow. Yeah. Well, California is supposed to be starting this month. So for with teachers, at least. I like to stay pessimistic so I can be pleasantly surprised. That's so. that's fair. But, you know, I'll, I, I definitely am starting to see among my healthcare friends, you know, coming from a medical family, everybody's like, oh, yeah, that vacation in February, like I can make that happen for President's Week. So, yeah, that, that's going to start that's going to start hitting and i guess maybe like the 75 plus crowd is going to be partying it up at disney world too we'll see we'll see they always do they always do (laughs) so uh so in april and may you know after easter it's going to be getting warmer but pretty good weather wise you know this is again one of those shoulder seasons so i think may is going to be pretty great even with vaccine capacity kicking in i still think crowds are going to be low around that time so like normal april and may is a pretty good time to go what about summer leslie you know, what's going on there crowd-wise generally? So, you know, starting with Memorial Day weekend, that's when you get the summer crowds really coming. But the summer crowds haven't really been crowded the last couple of years because I guess, you know, people really were spreading their vacations out and and not wanting to be in Florida during June, July and August and the really, really hot months. So I think that's a huge question mark because traditionally the summer crowds the last couple of years have been lower than everybody was expecting. But we have this huge wild card of COVID and the vaccine. And, you know, if more people feel like this is their chance, they can finally take a trip, then that tradition that we've had the last couple of years could reverse itself. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure this year. I think it's going to be strange. I think 
unless Disney removes their mask requirements this summer, which I still do not think that they will do, I still think crowds are going to be lower in summer than you would typically expect. Yes, people don't have school and stuff like that, but I do think wearing masks in 90 degree heat is enough of a turnoff for some people that the summer crowds are going to remain low. The other thing about summer, I guess, which is another wild card, is that Ratatouille will almost certainly be open by then. But still, I do think you're going to see lower crowds in summer than normal, which is what we've seen the past few years. But also because of what's going on, I still think crowds in general this summer are going to be manageable people-wise and line-wise and stuff like that. And as always, the later you can go in the summer, kind of the better. A lot of the schools in the southern states go back in early August. You know, Florida itself goes back the first or second week of August. And, you know, if you're in a northeastern state, like myself, and you go back to school later, like all the way in September, you know, if you go those last weeks of August, you'll definitely see the lowest crowds of the summer. All right, moving on to September. You know, what do we see in September, Leslie? So September, you know, after, of course, Labor Day weekend is, you know, usually a low crowd period. And it's going to be interesting this year. I mean, again, you have the school question, right? If all these people who've been out of school for a full year, you know, go back to school. I, I do think that will that will keep a lot of people away from Disney World. What's going to happen over the next several months of school is is a big question mark as well. So I, I do think that September will be pretty low. It will be sort of like previous years. And the big question mark, of course, is will there be a Halloween party? Right? What do you think, Joe? I think there will. I think there'll be a Halloween party with lower capacity, which makes actually the Halloween and Christmas party even more appealing to me. Maybe they drop the price a little because maybe they're still not comfortable doing a fireworks show yet, but I think there'll be a Halloween party in some form or fashion. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I think they're going to do the parties this year. Yeah, they can reduce capacity. They can always pull the levers they need to pull to kind of keep things not as crowded. And I think there's just, probably too much money <laughs> on the table. And I do think things will be substantially different in September. I mean, maybe definitely even substantially different than they'll be in June. So I think that's a worthy gamble that Disney's going to take. Definitely. And as we move into October, I will give one more kind of push for if you can make it happen, maybe consider making September the time to go. Because on October 1st, that is when Disney's 50th anniversary officially is. And so I expect October to be slammed because the 50th anniversary, whatever celebrations they end up doing, is definitely going to be going on by October. And maybe it'll start in September, but I think you know people are going to not plan their trips for September because they want to be there in October, November, December when the 50th anniversary celebrations are happening for sure. Because like if I book a trip right now on October 5th, you know I know that the 50th anniversary is going to happen then. If I book it for September 15th, I'm not sure. You know I'm hoping that they have it done. So I think even more than typical years, because of that October 1st anniversary, September is going to be even lower than normal. So really, I'm willing to go out on a limb a little bit there and say, you know, September might be a great month crowd-wise. But like I just alluded to, October and November, the past few years have become like some of the most crowded months at Disney World. Like maybe five, 10 years ago, October and November weren't too bad. They were more like September. But now they're like super crowded with like the Halloween party, the Christmas party coming online. And then this year, the 50th anniversary. And then on top of all that, by October, almost everyone who wants to be vaccinated is going to be vaccinated. If you ask me, October, November, and December too, they're going to be slammed this year. But I don't know. What do you think, Leslie? 
I absolutely totally agree. I think it will be the busiest Disney has been in years. It, you know, assuming they can get back to 100% park capacity. And of course, you know, you mentioned the mass requirement. It very well could be dropped by that point in time. And that would also bring people back. So I'm with you. I'm going to dodge um, the month of October and probably the holidays myself. Yeah. I think, uh, again, to give uh, Tom Bricker, Disney tourist blog, a shout out. I saw he calls it revenge travel. And I think that is like the perfect term for it. Like all these people who have wanted to travel and then especially the people who have wanted to travel to Disney, like when they can finally do it, they're going to be out in force. And I think October, November are going to be the revenge travel months. And we're going to see huge crowds then a little dip after Thanksgiving, but then we get into the Christmas holidays and then, you know, as normal December and through new year's, the Christmas holidays are going to be super crowded. I agree. And then you also have to think about prices. I mean, there's nothing wrong in booking a placeholder right now because I do think prices are going to go way up. I do think people are going to have a lot of that mentality that I have, which is like when I can travel again, the the, the sky's the limit. I'm spending the money I haven't been able to spend. I miss it so much. It's worth that much more to me. So definitely a good time to lock in, you know, whatever deal you can lock in or lower price uh, that you can lock in right now. Definitely. All right. So to close things out, Lightning round, Leslie, uh, one question, pick three times this year that you would want to go to Disney World, assuming that you could get out there safely. You know, what are the three times you would go just crowd-wise? All right. So February, but before President's Day week, so early February, I'd say first week of May and second week in September. What do you say, Joe? Sounds good. If I was vaccinated right now, I would go tomorrow. <laughs> Okay. Then I would go the week after Easter in April, which I actually have booked and crossing my fingers I can go then. And then I'll meet you there second week of September. I think that's another great time to go. Want to hit up that Halloween party if possible. So crowd wise, I think those are three great times to go. All right, Joe. Well, I'll see you there in September. But in the meantime, what do you have for us for Disney do's and don'ts? All right. So I'm going to go with what you just said a couple minutes ago, which is if you're thinking of going to Disney World at all in 2021, making a placeholder right now, putting a deposit down is not a terrible idea. Disney has a super flexible cancellation policy. You can, if you're booking a package, you can cancel up to 30 days in advance. So, you know, if you think maybe you'd want to go in September, just put the $200 deposit down now. As long as you can float that $200, I think that's the way to go. I have three trips on the books. Uh, the one in February is almost definitely going to get canceled, but I have two more besides that because, you know, I just have the $200 deposit down. And then if I have to cancel, I have to cancel, but uh, I'd rather have it and, you know, know that I have the availability there than not have it and lose the availability when I decide I actually want to go. Totally agree. And of course, people can contact you, right, Joe, to book some advanced reservations. <laughs> That's right. You can uh, contact me if you're interested. You know, I can be your travel agent at no cost to you, Joseph Chung at travelmation.net. You can email me there and uh, we can talk about your options. All right. So. That's what we're looking forward to in 2021 and the best times we think to go in 2021 are, you know, if we missed anything opening that you are super excited about, please let us know. Or if there is a not well-known time where you think the crowds are going to be low this year, when do you think would be the best time to go to Disney World in 2021? You know, let us know. DisneyDeciphered at gmail.com. You can contact us at www.deciphered on Twitter or hit us up on our Facebook page, Disney Deciphered. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Other than that, Leslie, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me. And I will see you on DisneyWorld.com's website because we're booking these trips. Thanks, Joe.